and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> How are you? I am doing good. Are you hanging in there? Lil, we are getting close. <laughs> oh, we are. This is the time of year where it's hard to get a full night's sleep, <laughs> yes, right? it is. There's just a lot of wheels turning. Yes. And I know I've commented to you that I've woken up in a cold sweat a yes. number of times. You've shared the same experience yes. with me. The games are just around the corner. Yes. And this is important. Registration closes on September 1st. Right. So don't miss out on the chance to be a part of this historic <laughs> anniversary year. It's our 35th anniversary. Right. And we're celebrating. And you don't want to miss it. We've got a lot of things that are going on. We've got our bike tour, which is yeah. a brand new event. Mm -hmm. That's for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, if you ride a bike, great. If you don't ride a bike, uh, we've, we're going to have bikes available. And right. if you really don't ride bikes, we've got e-bikes <laughs> available. So it's just an opportunity to get out and see the area, get to know kind of the greater Zion, Washington County, St. George yes. area. Um, it really is for everybody. We're also launching the Friendship Festival, right. which we're very excited about. Yes. Uh, that's going to be six nights, going to be a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. There's going to be entertainment. There's going to be food. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a place to come and hang out and just meet new people yep. and just chill with your friends. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. You don't want to miss that. We right. want you to be a part of that. Yes. Uh, we're going to have all those details on our website mm -hmm. once we work out kind of the fine details at this point. Yes. But there's going to be a ton of stuff going on there. You don't want to miss that. Mm -hmm. You want to be a part of that. We've also been working on awarding 35 registration yes, fee have. waivers to celebrate <laughs> our 35th anniversary. We've been doing that during the entire registration season. And uh, we've given away a number of we them, have. quite a few of them, actually, mm -hmm. but we still have some more to go. Mm -hmm. So don't miss out on your chance to win a waiver. You want to follow us on social media mm -hmm. at World Senior Games. It's easy to find. Yep. Facebook and Instagram is where we spend most of our time. We're holding contests and they're easy contests, <laughs> right? Easy contests. Usually it consists of maybe a simple comment in the mm -hmm. comment section or liking one of our posts, or maybe it's sharing some information with your friends and neighbors uh, and all that, all those simple little right. easy things enter yeah. you in drawings. And uh, it really is easy. Then we randomly draw a winner from mm -hmm. the list of people who have participated and boom, you're you, a winner. You're a winner. <laughs> you could be the proud owner of right. a registration fee waiver for the 2022 season. So you don't want right. to miss that. You also want to make sure that you're opening all the emails that we send mm -hmm. out as well, because a lot of times there's opportunities to win there. Yep. And uh, like I said, you don't want to miss this 35th anniversary no. year. It's going to be so great. So head on over to Facebook and Instagram. Follow us mm -hmm. if you're not already following us. And if you already are, see what the latest contest is and see if you can win one right. of those remaining waivers. Right. And uh, and then get registered. Right. We have we have a ton of people that have already registered. We're mm -hmm. almost at 9500, right. which is phenomenal, but there's yes. still room for more athletes. <laughs> so all that information is at seniorgames.net and mm -hmm. I'll, I'll remind you at the end of the show as well, but uh, get over there and be a part of the 35th anniversary Huntsman World Senior Games. Yes. We want to see you here. For sure, for sure. So today's <laughs> guest, Lil. I know. Is I'm the co-founder co and vice president of the Functional Aging Institute. Uh, Cody Sype has an extensive background in the fitness industry with 20 years of experience as a personal trainer, fitness instructor, program director, exercise physiologist, and club owner. 
He's currently an associate professor and director of clinical research in the physical therapy program at Harding University. He spent his career researching, developing, and practicing the most effective training strategies to improve function in older adults. He's completed a ton of certifications, Lil. <laughs> he is certified as an ACSM exercise specialist, ACSM registered clinical exercise physiologist, a fallproof balance and mobility enhancement specialist, and more. His secondary area of expertise is in preventing and management of chronic disease conditions, especially those that accompany the aging process, such as arthritis, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, osteoporosis, all the good ones, Yeah, right? All the good <laughs> ones. In 2005, he was honored with the IDEA Program Director of the Year Award, and he's presented internationally, served on boards and committees, and or published articles for most of the top fitness organizations in the world. Wow. Cody, welcome to the show. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are uh, excited to kind of learn from you all these great things that you've got going on and how they just totally coordinate with what we're doing right. as well. So absolutely love what you're doing. Appreciate it. Yeah, good, good <laughs> stuff. So I want to jump right into it with you. Let's talk about this concept of functional aging. Exactly what is functional aging? Well, functional aging is really helping people understand how awesome they can be. <laughs> There's 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. That, that's really what it's all about. You know, we think about healthy aging and that's kind of a broad concept. And what we focused on is this area of functional aging. And that really is what are your physical abilities? Because you can be in relatively good health, but have really poor physical abilities and, mm -hmm. and vice versa. So we focus on the physical part of things and how we kind of like to describe it is what are all the things that you need to be able to do that you like to do or that you wish you could do now and in the future, right? All the great stuff that you love to do. Don't you want to keep doing those, mm -hmm. do them well, do them pain-free and just enjoy life. That's really the concept of functional aging. Hmm. I love it. It sounds like, well, it just sounds like what we all want, right? right? Absolutely. And yeah. uh, I guess the trick to that is how do we get there or how do we stay there? Right? Yeah, Absolutely. You know, there's so much research that's been done on aging and longevity. I'm kind of a longevity junkie. I, I love to learn about how, how are we not only living longer, but how are we living better? And whenever I'm speaking to older adult groups, I always give them this question. I say, look, imagine that I have magical powers and I can grant you one of two wishes. One wish is that you can live as long as you want. You want to live to 110, 120, fine, you got it, Right. That's all I can, I can guarantee is that you'll live that long. <laughs> On the other hand, I can't guarantee how long you're going to live. It might be another five years, 10 years, 100 years. I don't know. But what I can guarantee is that every day you're going to be healthy, fit, and functional. Which mm. do you choose? <laughs> Everybody chooses a second, right? Nobody <laughs> wants longevity without the function part. That's right. what makes life worth living. Yeah. And what people don't realize is, the choice is almost entirely up to them. They get to choose what their future path is going to look like. And it's based on lifestyle. It really is. It's your choices that you're making every day of how you're moving, what you're eating, your relationships, how you're being mentally engaged and intellectually stimulated, how you're letting your creative outlets express themselves. All these feed into what your future is going to be like. And a lot of people think 
Well, it's in your genes, right? It's 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 kind of a luck. It's based on your genetics. Choose your parents wisely. <laughs> but what we know from the research is that basically your genetics account for about 20% of your longevity. The other 80% is up to you, completely wow. up to you. So when you think about how are we going to get there, we've got to get there through healthy lifestyle choices. Yeah. 20% versus 80%. That's a big number to yeah. me. Um, because we usually, when if you're just kind of, you know, looking at the world and the way that we think about aging and the way that we think about not just aging, but a lot of things, man, you hear a lot about genetics. You hear a lot about mm-hmm. genetics. We don't hear nearly as much about wake up in the morning, make sure you drink, uh, you know, enough water, uh, get out there and, and get your exercise. And certainly yeah. those are, those are part of, you know, the, the world that we live in, but you hear a lot about genetics, but 80 to 20%, 80% our decisions and our choice, 20% genetics is kind of a game changer right. for me. Right. Yeah, it is. And we talk about genetics a lot. And what we don't talk about nearly as much as well is a, is a, a field that we call epigenetics and it's how lifestyle actually changes your genes and your genetic expression. Okay. And that's how we see that lifestyle is so powerful. Just as an example, you might have diabetes in your family and you are genetically predisposed to diabetes, but that's not your fate because based on your lifestyle will determine whether that gene gets flipped on or stays flipped off. So if you follow a poor lifestyle and you're sedentary and you don't eat well, you're likely going to get diabetes, right? But mm-hmm. if you follow a really healthy lifestyle, then that gene may never get a chance to express itself. So even if you are what we might say genetically disadvantaged, you know, you look back <laughs> at your family history and your aunts and your uncles, you're like, oh gosh, I just got bad genes. That's not necessarily going to mean that you're going to have all these problems too. If, if you're following a healthy lifestyle, then likely those genes may never get expressed. Hmm. See, now that's interesting to me yeah, as well. Yeah. And and I love that because that statement is just so full of hope. Right. Now, you know, there's never a hundred percent guarantee of anything. You know, we could walk out of this room and a lightning bolt could crash down and, you know, whatever we go, go to the beach and a shark attack. There's, who, you know, there's a lot of things that we can't control, right? Right. A tornado, you know, an earthquake. I mean, whatever it is, there's a lot of things that are beyond our control. And to some degree, genetic components Mm -hmm. are kind of fit in that camp as well. But man, if we, if we just will embrace it, there is so much that we actually can control. And I think that deep down, we all know this, (laughs) but as a trainer, as a coach, as an educator, um, that, that's hard. That's hard to make those decisions sometimes for Absolutely, some of us. Yeah. It's hard to make those decisions. So my next question for you is how do you help people get there? Like, I think we know we got to sleep. We got to hydrate. We got to eat. We got to exercise. Those aren't, those aren't groundbreaking revelations, <laughs> right. right? I think we know those things, but how do you transform yourself from, I know it to I'm now living it. I'm doing it. It's become a part of me. What what tips, tricks, how have you found that you've been able to help the people that you work with? Yes, because I have my notebook out right now. <laughs> we all got it out. We've all got it out. <laughs> well, I tell you, it's a little bit different for different people. You know, the people have different things that motivate them, different backgrounds. So a couple of things that I always try to do um, in general is one, really try to break through the mis- misconceptions and stereotypes 
that people are carrying with them about getting older. And there, there are a lot of them. Like people still think that dementia, that's, that's kind of a normal thing that happens when you get older, right? It's, it's not. That's, that's a separate disease process. Again, based on lifestyle, uh, mostly. So we have to break through those kind of myths, misconceptions, and stereotypes. And one way to do that is by getting them to see what's possible and what other people have accomplished as they've gotten older. So an athlete is a good example, somebody who is taking care of themselves and they're at a really high level of function and fitness and health. And it, it wasn't, again, by, by luck, they have taken the this, this steps to get to that point. And people often then see them and say, well, but I can never be like that. Or they've always been an athlete. They've always been active. But most of these stories of these phenomenal athletes in their 80s, 90s, and over 100, a lot of them never did anything until their 60s, right? They never, they, mm-hmm. they were just like everybody else till their 60s or 70s. And when they finally picked up something that really motivated them, they enjoyed it. Uh, a, a lot of people, when we get them into a fitness program for the first time, when they get into a program that's really suited to them, uh, that they, they really fall in love with it. They realize, I like this. And even if I don't necessarily really like it, I like the results I'm seeing with it. And once yeah. you can get them to that point where they start to go, oh, gosh, yeah, I can, I can climb stairs pretty easily now. And I'm not getting out of breath when I do this. And I can bend over and get that thing off the floor that I, I would have fallen before. Once they start seeing those results, kind of the, the blinders also start to fall away from what's possible. We had a so. Uh, me and my partner, we, we ran a fitness center for a long time, uh, focused on older adults. That was our main population. And we had a guy who uh, was in his late 80s when he came and started training and trained for a few years. And he wrote us this three page letter, like this huge testimony of how when I came in, I was literally trying to eke out like six more months or 12 more months to see like my grandkids graduate high school. It was some event like that. Yeah. He said, and then he started feeling better. And he said, so that marker kind of moved like, well, maybe I could see them. Right. And the marker kept moving. And he said, finally, one day he just had this epiphany of I'm feeling better than I have in 20 years. <laughs> Why do I think I'm going to die any day? Why can I not live to 100? Why can I not see all these things? Why can I not engage in all these activities? So once, once you start to experience the results, it does start to, to feed on itself. But you have to experience the results, right? And most people, unfortunately, they they quit before they ever start to really feel better. I, most people just don't even understand how awesome they can feel because they've really never felt awesome. Right. You know, because yeah. they've never been engaged in healthy yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. It really is about consistency, isn't it? Yeah. And and that's the hard part, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I know for myself, consistency is tough. And I, I know a lot of people who, you know, go on a hike and they loved that day, but then the next day they're a little stiff and sore. And so they're like, I'm going to take today off. And then that turns into, are you looking at me? I'm not, no, not at all. Lil Baron. I think you are. So it is that consistency, is. but man, if we can just stick with it for just a little bit longer, right? the light is there, you know, that doorway that we can walk right through is right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly you can, you can make a difference. Right. You can change yeah. your life for sure. Right. And you mentioned Cody, something that we see all the time here at the Huntsman World Senior Games, 
I, I run into people all the time that say, oh, I'd like to do it, but you know, I haven't done anything since high school. And like, they don't know that that is the vast majority of our athletes, right. you know, just like what you said, so many people mm-hmm. pick up something brand new or go back to something that they were, um, you know, a part of in their high school days or maybe their college days, but they've taken, you know, a, a 20, 30, 40 year break, but they come back to it and mm-hmm. they just realize how much they love it. If people, if that was one message that I could, that I could get out to people about, being a part of the world senior games. And, you know, we're just one avenue of a million for healthy lifestyles. Certainly, you know, you don't have to participate in, in, um, you know, competitive sports to, mm-hmm. to live a great life, but it is one of the ways. Right. And, and we, we, we are a little biased, but we think it's a great <laughs> way. Um, but man, I just think if, if people could realize how common it is that you've taken a, some significant time off, maybe, yeah but that you're just, you know, a few steps away from getting back into the lifestyle that you want to live. I think that's a a huge message that is worth repeating. I I think you also have to have a why you have to look at your life and say, what's, what's motivating to me. Um, You know, we, we found that grandchildren tend to be very motivating, right. To say, Oh my goodness, I want to see these kids grow up. I want to see them, you know, I want to be with them and experience life with them. I don't want to be that grandmother that, yeah, we go to the park together, but I can't do anything. And they're all doing stuff and they're like, I want to experience stuff with them. And so that requires a certain level of health and physical capability in order to do that. But it it could be an occupation. I mean, we have professors who keep training in their seventies and eighties because they never plan to retire. They, they love what they they do. They want to keep doing it. Yeah, They want to be cognitively sharp. They want to be physically capable. So you've got to find things that that you love that are motivating for you to say, this is worth the time, the effort, the money, the whatever to stay healthy and fit, because that's why I'm doing it. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of outside of yourself. Find your why. Right. I love that. Right. It's such good advice in it so is. many areas, but certainly in health and wellness and physical, physical aspects of our lives. I want to shift gears just slightly. You've, you've done a lot of research about chronic diseases. Um, let's talk about I don't want to say your favorite chronic disease, but let's, <laughs> let's pick one of the big ones, you know, and there's plenty to choose from. And then maybe share an example that you've experienced on how someone has been able to either work through it or change their course when they're faced with a diagnosis with a, you know, diabetes or cardiovascular disease or something that they, they didn't want. <laughs> yeah. Well, cardiovascular disease is, is the really the easiest one to talk about because it's not only the nation's leading killer, it's the world's leading killer. And it's been the leading killer cause of death since they started tracking it in the 1920s. Um, And what's really unfortunate about that is that it's almost completely preventable. It really doesn't even have to exist because it is almost completely dependent upon lifestyle. What we just talked about, heavily based on what you're eating, heavily based on how you're moving, right? Those are the two big ones. There are other factors that come into play, but, but those are the biggies. And so if we could just get a people to understand that when we think about longevity, I always say, you know, the first rule of, of longevity is, is don't die, right? Don't, don't die. So you have rule to look at number one, <laughs> what is most likely to kill you then? Well, cardiovascular disease being the absolute leading killer, that's what, that's the big one that we have to consider first, in my opinion. Um, and so trying to address that with people is often difficult because it is kind of behind the scenes. Like you don't even know 
it's creeping up on you. Most people don't even know they have cardiovascular disease at all until they have a heart attack, right? Until right. they have an event. And most people are like, ah, oh, no, that's not me. I'm healthy enough, right? I'm healthy enough. Mm -hmm. I eat well enough. I'm moving enough. And they don't really understand um, kind of the, the, the stakes of the game, really. So that's one that I really try to stress with people. And that is you definitely want to be a regular exercise, but exerciser, but then you also want to eat really healthy as well. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect, right? You can enjoy life, but still be eat a very, very healthy diet. So that's kind of the, the one that, that we have to deal with a lot because, um, you know, those are the, the, the leading numbers in our country for sure. And so I've worked with a, a number of people that have been battling through cardiovascular disease, new diagnoses. They've had heart attacks. I actually started off in my master's program. I was working in a cardiac rehab program. So I, my intention was to go into cardiac rehab full time uh, until I really got turned on to go ahead and, and go and keeping in school and, and getting a PhD. Um, but that's where you see, you know, once you're diagnosed, it's not the end. That's what people, it's not the end. I've seen so many people that once they, they, they can have a, you know, heart attack, quadruple bypass and come back from that, really um, follow their healthy lifestyle more than they ever have, because now they realize how important it is and be completely fine and have a great life and live a long time. Right. But I've also seen other people who have had that same event happen and I'll, like it didn't wake them up. They're like, oh, OK, you know, I'll go on my medications. And unfortunately, yeah. the medications really only put a Band-Aid on the issue. It doesn't really slow down the process at all. So they end up having more complications and more complications as they go. So it's really their choice, again, of which path they're going to take for the next 10, 20, even 30 years of their life, even after diagnosis. I love that. Um, I love that, the, that it comes down to a choice. Right. And uh, it's so interesting for me to hear you kind of confirm what we've been talking about on the show and in other yeah. you know settings in the games for a long time that um you know uh it, it doesn't have to be the end you know yeah. it doesn't have to be the end and and frankly it's never too late to start you know i i think uh, you've probably i'm sure you've run into people that had that quadruple bypass and then they just thought well that's done for me you know it's too late right. but man it's not right it's not there's there's plenty that we can do decisions that we can make that can give us the kind of life right. that we want to live we've only it, got about a minute amazing left how plastic the body is. Uh, and so when we think about the aging process, talking about it's never too late. Yeah, the sooner you start moving, obviously the better, but it really is never too late. And that's why we see these athletes picking up sports so late in life and excelling because the body continues to adapt and respond. And, you know, even without a diagnosis of like cardiovascular disease, people just look at themselves in their seventies and just go, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm helpless. Nobody can help me. I'm too far <laughs> gone. I can't get turned around. And they just don't understand how, how amazing they, they could be six months and a year from now, if they just put the time and effort into it, 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 right. it people just recover immensely because most of what we see in aging is really not aging. I mean, yeah, there's a biological aging process because, you know, we're all going to live to 110 or whatever. We're going to die, right? We're all, we're <laughs> yeah. all destined for that. Mm -hmm. But what we understand now from the research is it's really more of the accumulation of poor lifestyle choices for the last 50, 60 or 70 years. That's what accelerates the aging process. And so you turn those around, 
you do physiologically reverse the aging process and become mm-hmm. physiologically younger. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Great advice there. Yes, great. Cody, that's all the time that we have to visit with you. But uh, the, 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 the big takeaway for me is that, yes, you can change yes. and make a difference and you just got to get after it, right? You just got to get after Absolutely. it and be consistent. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. For spending You're welcome. Time with you. us, and hopefully we'll get a, a chance to visit with you again in the future, but, uh, but best of luck with everything that you yes. got going on. And uh, we hope to be in touch. Thank you. Lil. Good stuff. Oh yeah. Great. Great information. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Um, just to wrap us up here, I just want to review what I said at the beginning of the show real quick. Uh, I said it then I'm going to say it again. It's time to get registered. Yes, I just is. want to emphasize that it's time to get registered. <laughs> registration ends on September 1st. And that is mm-hmm. just around the corner. You can get all the registration information as well as the rules, the schedules, the maps, you name it, everything that you need to know about the Huntsman World Senior Games. It's all at seniorgames.net. Mm-hmm. And as I also said, remember, this is our 35th anniversary year. Yeah. We are giving away those 35 registration fee waivers. Be sure to follow us on social media at World Senior Games to find out how you might be able to get your registration fee waived. And we want to remind you always to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. As we know, we take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and you can always subscribe wherever your favorite podcasts are found. If you are listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating and write a quick review. It really helps us spread the word. And then again, you can find this in previous shows on our website at seniorgames.net. Today's inspirational thought comes from the great Coco Chanel, who says, don't spend time beating on a wall hoping to transform it into a door. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.